Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Great Lawrence Vann. Great day, everyone. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Vann, host of Wealth Academy podcast. Glad to have everyone in the community here today. And what we're going to talk about is writing books and marketing books. And we have no one else better to do this and to share this with us than Wendy H. Jones. Good morning, Wendy. How are you doing today? I am very well, thank you. I feel privileged to be here and to be joining you in Maryland, even though I'm here in Scotland. The honor is all mine. And, and, and Wendy is from Scotland's fourth largest city, which is Dundee. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about her bio, and then we're going to get started into the interview. And Wendy is the president of the Scottish Association of Writers and runs two writing groups in Scotland, the Writers, City Writers in Dundee and History Writers Online. She is also a renowned international public speaker and available for speaking engagements and to run workshops. She is the host of the Writing and Marketing Show podcast and is a writing and marketing coach. Her first online course, Get Started in Marketing Your Book, released in October 2020. And she is the CEO of Authorpreneur Accelerate Academy, an online membership to help writers develop their craft and learn the business of writing. And that's not all. She's also a prolific author, writer, speaker, and a great leader on top of that. So we're going to get started in this interview right now. Wendy, are you ready to go? I am ready. Fantastic. So Wendy, welcome to Wealth Academy podcast. Please share your backstory as to how at an early age you were provided with an adult library card from your local library in the Scottish city of Dundee. This story is going to excite me more than anyone on the planet. Great story. <laughs> well, we're very feisty in Scotland. We don't take things lying down, you know, especially the women. We, you know, we, we like to get our own way. Well, I was an early reader and I could read by the time I was three. And my mother wanted to get me a library card. And you weren't allowed a library card when you were three when I was young. You can mm. now. You can have it when you're born. But you couldn't then. Exactly. Uh-huh. You had to wait till you were five and at school. But my mother got her own way. And... Uh-huh you know, took me with her and I got a card. Then by the time I was 10, I'd moved on from all the children's books and on to the adult books and got an adult library card, which is also something else again. And you couldn't get that till you were 16. Uh Great. I tell you, that, that that story really warms my heart because it talks about the importance of reading. Yeah, It's invaluable. And I want the young people who are listening to really learn from this experience that Wendy H. Jones had, that it would take you to places you've never been before. And thank you for sharing that story, Wendy. No worries. I mean, I love reading and I'm passionate about reading and always have been. Fantastic. Beautiful. Now, please share how being adventurous resulted in you joining the Royal Navy, training to be a nurse and then joining the army and being assigned to places such as Hong Kong and Israel, which provided you great opportunities to travel in the far and Middle East, which is an education unto itself. And it played a role in you becoming an author. So if you can share about how adventurism is really a part of who you are. 
Well, I really am adventurous. I mean, when Mm -hmm. I was about 15, I filled a form in and said that I uh, wanted to be a nurse in the Royal Navy. I just filled Mm -hmm. it in after a career. But I didn't tell anybody I was doing it. And then I got an interview, much to my mother's surprise. Uh I I told her, oh, I've got to go to Gosport, which is near Portsmouth in England. And she said, well, why have you got to go there? I said, I've got an interview to join the Royal Navy. Well, she went, what? (laughs) What's this all about? And I was only 16. Anyway, um, in fact, I wasn't even quite 16. And okay. so I got an interview and I was accepted and hmm. joined the Royal Navy. Then I um, I, I, try, I was lucky. I got to go to Germany and Gibraltar. Then I left and uh-huh. got my first paycheck outside the military and thought, oh, I don't think much to this. And then joined the <laughs> army as an officer. And sure. I got to go all over the world. I was really fortunate. I got to go to Hong Kong. I got to go to Germany. I got to go to Israel. I got to go to Cyprus and Gibraltar. Where I never got to go in all of those 23 years was to war. But I got to travel extensively, and I mean extensively. When I was in Hong Kong, I went on 32 different holidays, and a lot of them were adventurous. And I can tell you a story or two about being in a jungle (laughs) in a tropical storm and tigers and things like that. Oh, my goodness. Um, But this podcast's not about that. But during that time, I was telling everyone about my adventures. I was writing them down. And I wrote all the time as to what I was doing and why I was doing it. And this is what I've always been a storyteller. And I've always wanted to tell the stories and to make them more adventurous, you know, than perhaps they maybe may have been. Um, I never told (laughs) lies, that's for sure. But, you know, you tell a story and you always embellish things to make it the story better. So. You know, I've never turned away from a bit of adventure. And if somebody says, do you want to do X? I'll go, oh, yes, I'll do it. And then you think, oh, my goodness, what have I agreed to? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell you, that is really exciting because, again, you will live in your passion. You love to travel, going to very exotic uh, locations. A lot of times, uh, if let's say if we're not in the military, we otherwise would not get to visit those locations and then stay for an extended period of time. So to me, that really speaks to your passion for life. And uh, it's just wonderful. Just wonderful. Absolutely. So let's uh, delve into your writing novels, specifically centered around uh, what I want to start with is the five series of the Detective Inspector Shona McKenzie mysteries. That sounds so exciting. And it aligns with you reading adult crime novels in your youth. What procedures are your stories told from and what are the names of some of your books, if you will, please? Oh, yeah. Well, the Detective Inspector Shona McKenzie mysteries are police procedurals. So, But they're unusual because you get to see them from the point of view of both the police and the killer. Now, you don't know who the killer is, but you know what they're doing and why they're doing it. So you get to see their story as well as the police story. And they're about serial killers, all of them, not exactly. true, the novels, straight yeah. out of my head, which is a bit right. worrying because there's a lot of dead bodies in them. <laughs> so, you know, and they say, right about what you know. I would just like to say I've never killed anybody in my life. So I know nothing it, about that. I'm you, can making help, it up. you can help solve some crimes through your record. I could, I could. Uh, but anyway, um, it takes you, to be honest, to be in the mind of a serial killer is quite a dark place to be. So you get to, they are unique in that you're getting to see both sides of the stories. And because of that, the first um, word in all the titles is killers. Yes. And then just, pure, well, it started out by accident. The first two were called Killers Countdown and Killers uh, Craft. Yes. And then I was doing a talk um, at a library and one of the people that was there said, oh, so what's your next book going to be called? And I said, Killers, whatever it was. And they went, but that doesn't begin with a C. 
And I went, no, it's not meant to. They went, no, it is meant to. So now all the second words have to start with C. C, So, but basically you're, you're examining how the police work and how the, um, the the killer works, the killer Uh works Uh and the, the killers cut killers, um, craft killers cross killers cut killers crew and killers crypt and book seven is going to be killers curse oh wow that'll be out soon so it's really a psychological thrillers in many ways they are very similar to what we see in the states we have the uh, public broadcast service they have a lot of detective uh, inspector movies uh that in television yeah. shows that come on here which is really exciting and of course you know i watched them all <laughs> oh me too it's really exciting and, and my, one of my favorite programs is ncs yeah. ncis yeah. yes and yes. csi yes I, I like those shows and, and because it's just it's trying to un- unfold the mystery what yeah. really happened and and as you stated going inside the police head in terms of how they're trying to figure it and then the killer's head in terms of what he leaves for you to solve yeah. in, in the long run so I, I i find it to be very exciting so uh, what you're saying is with your seventh book uh, is this the one that you're releasing in february 2021 yes, absolutely, and, and the title yes. of that one is again killer's curse, curse. and it's set in dundee and new yes. orleans or new orleans or oh, wow. in america Two exciting places. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to New Orleans many times. Oh, I, went, I love but, New Orleans. I went for the food. <laughs> I went for a crime festival. Yes. Oh, very good. Very good. I, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, so let's now move on to Cass Claymore Investigates. Share with listeners the essence of this series and what does it entail? Well, Cass Claymore is completely, completely different from Detective Inspector Shona McKenzie. Completely. First of all, it's humorous crime. Yes. Now, if anybody's ever read um, Janet Ivanovich's Stephanie Plum series, well, mm-hmm. the Americans are saying that Cass Claymore is a Scottish Stephanie Plum, which oh. I'm glad they're saying that because that was what I set out to do. Yes. <laughs> and so it's worked. Now, Cass Claymore is a redheaded motorbike riding uh-huh. ex-ballerina who inherits a private detective agency and accidentally hires an ex-condo-wharf and an octogenarian. It's just a load of fun. She has no yes. clue what she's doing. Uh-huh. The ex-condo-wharf knows more about it than she does okay. because he's been there <laughs> and knows what's happening. Exactly. So it's just a load of capers, really, a load of fun. And somehow or other, she manages to uh, solve the mystery. Ah, very nice. But I can see that. I can, I can actually see the characters as you're explaining them. Yeah. Redhead. Bicycle. I live close to the Harley dealership, so I can. Ooh. I've seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's really exciting as well. And again, when we look at how you're coming up with that this type of creativity, where does that come from? I mean, to write a novel in and of itself. I've written some books too, but I haven't tried that novel. How? Where does that inspiration come from? Inspiration comes from everywhere, really. Um, yeah. You might read something at some point and somehow or other it's stuck in your brain. And uh, to be honest, my first book in the Detective Inspector Shona McKenzie Mysteries, just yes. I had a bit of a dream, to be honest. And, uh-huh. and I thought, oh, that would make a really good book. And I went from there. So your starting point is to come up with a concept yes. and then you just take it from there. And I just let the book write itself, really, and the characters wow. take over. So... To be creative, you first need to be, uh, you need to be nosy, really. You need to take everything in. You need to read widely. 
Uh-huh. You need to watch everything that's going on around you. Sure. You know, I was on a train once and I was in first class for, for some reason. I must have got a cheap deal because I don't normally travel first <laughs> class on the train, but I was in sure. first class. Uh-huh. And um, some woman was upset about something. I'm not entirely, not, when I say upset, she was angry about something. I don't know what she was angry about. It was nothing to do with me, but it was just I was her just day. watching her and I thought, <laughs> Oh, I wonder what could happen if, it, if she's angry about this and suddenly she disappears and, uh-huh. you know, and she disappears off the train and nobody knows mm. where she's gone because the train hadn't stopped that, when she disappeared, you know, yeah. and things like that. Your brain just goes this, in strange, strange that, ways. That creativity. I love it. It's really amazing. I'm, I'm really like really enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> So, because I, I don't get to speak to uh, experts like yourself about this, novelists, uh, about these type of things. Now, I also want to pass on to our listeners uh, that uh, you are uh, really focused with your family and your two nieces who are so proud of you for being an author. I know that yeah. brings you great joy. Well, you know, Hope and Freya, they're gorgeous. They're a, they're a bit older now. One of them's 19 sure. and the other one's going to be 17 in April. Uh-huh. But, you know, they, they, they tell other friends, oh, my auntie's a, my auntie yeah. writes books, you know, whole series and things, you know, yeah. which is great. And uh-huh. they come to my book signings. And But my first and Flora Mysteries, which are for young adults, sure. um, I kind of took, they're not about them because obviously one's a boy and one's a girl, but I kind of uh-huh. took, aspects of them to shape the teenagers you know because being around teenagers you think oh well you know mm-hmm. that would make a good thing for a book and that would be. and sure. my nieces are lovely they're delightful oh, so great. yeah I have a daughter who's 17 my son is 14 all right yeah <laughs> so yeah. I get a chance to kind of be in that world for, for yeah, a bit yeah. which is a lot of fun but thanks for sharing that with about your nieces and uh, please provide a synopsis of Fergus and Flora series. Uh, share what the essence of this series is about. Well, Fergus and Flora are a couple of 13-year-olds who run around mm-hmm. Scotland doing the things that you wanted to do, but you were never allowed to. <laughs> exactly. You know, because it's dangerous and sure. it's not accepted. So basically, in the first book, which is called uh, The Dagger's Curse, but it's being rebranded in new covers and going with a new publisher, mm. and it's going to be called The Mystery of the Cursed Dagger. Yeah. But basically what happens is there's a dagger on uh, an ancient Egyptian dagger is at mm-hmm. a museum in Dundee right. and it gets stolen and lays a curse on Dundee. So the only people that can find this dagger and break the curse are a couple of teenagers called Fergus and Flora. Yeah. And they're great. And they, as I say, they do everything they're not meant to do. They're running around on quad bikes. They're yes. not even old enough to be on quad bikes <laughs> on the roads, but, but they're, they're doing fun. it. <laughs> you know, because they're doing things and they're oh, yeah. just getting into everything and they're, they're causing mischief, but they're not causing mischief. It sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> it is. It's great fun. It's a bit like a Nancy Drew book. Right. Nancy yes. Drew meets Scooby-Doo. <laughs> uh-huh. Very fun. A lot of fun. <laughs> I love it. And uh, Wendy, um, let's take a look at the children and children readers. Please provide a synopsis of your book. Bertie the Buffalo for listeners and share well, what that's about. Bertie the Buffalo is basically mm-hmm. a Scottish water buffalo. Now that doesn't okay. mean it's Scottish because yeah. there's no such thing as a Scottish exactly. water buffalo. Uh-huh. But he was born on a, in real life, he was born on a buffalo farm in, in sure. Scotland. Scotland. Uh-huh. And he ran away in real life and was right. running around Scotland on his own for two weeks, uh-huh. by which time the BBC, which is the British Broadcasting, Broadcasting. Corporation, had picked mm-hmm. up on this and was, had called him Bert. 
Yes. And kids all over the world were saying, has he been found yet? Has he been found yet? Uh -huh. Then somebody said, oh, you should write a book about it. And someone tagged me on Facebook and said, oh, Wendy H. Jones will do it. So I thought little of it. Then I was asked to write the book. Sure. And I got a publisher and the book came out, Bertie the Buffalo. And it's basically the story of what Bertie, the baby water buffalo, was doing, running right. around Scotland on his own. And it's, it takes some themes up because children's picture books always have to have a theme. Absolutely. So there's a theme of, there's a theme of not feeling you belong. Mm -hmm. There's a theme of looking out for each other. And then there's a theme of actually you're better at home because everybody loves you there, really. Safe. Uh, <laughs> that's great. But I tell you, PBS does put out some really great quality uh, programming, and I always watch it. I've been, watched it for decades. Yeah, it's just yeah. great program. Their shows, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, and people who yeah. are not seeing it, they're missing out. That's all I can tell them. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, move just a bit into uh, your books, Writing Matters. Uh, that What's included in this series? I've, I've, well, I've seen a couple of your covers on those as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm also a writing and marketing coach, and I do a lot yes. of public speaking on writing and marketing. I speak at conferences all over the world. In yes. fact, I was meant to be on a 12-week tour of the States sure. um, last year, but uh -huh. it didn't happen, funnily yeah. enough, because well, we were all, all stuck mm -hmm. at home. Um, so I, when I was doing the speaking, they said, oh, have you got books to go with it? So sure. I brought out a marketing book which has been rebranded as marketing matters yes. and it's to help people market their books more effectively mm -hmm. and then i'm also an nlp coach which is neuro linguistic okay. programming so i'm uh -huh. nlp trained uh -huh. and i am um, brought out a, a book called motivation matters which is to motivate people to write every day yes. and it's 366 exercises based on nlp to wow. help you write every day uh, one should be able to write after reading a couple of those. <laughs> inspiration in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I've written uh, three solo books, three co-authored, and people ask me, well, uh, do you ever get uh, writer's block? I says the exact opposite. I can't stop. Once I start writing, I can't stop. <laughs> yeah, precisely. I love, I'm the I same. Yes, I love to write. So let's move a bit into uh, some of the things that you're doing. I want to talk about your podcast just a bit in terms of uh, what it entails. You have writing and marketing show. Let's talk about that a bit and what, what your listeners uh, community receive uh, listening to the podcast there. Yeah, well, I was doing a radio show called Wendy's Book Buzz. Um, and it was local radio. And mm -hmm. I basically interviewed authors sure. um, about their books. And it was into, it was a bit Desert Island Discs meets books, sure. really. And uh -huh. people would listen and they would talk about their, they would, they'd have five music choices and they'd talk about the books. But right. then for various reasons, it was taking me quite a long time to go up to the, it was taking me over an hour to get up there. It was taking me sure. an hour to get back. Uh -huh. And I thought, well, if I do a podcast, I can do it from home, but exactly. I wanted to do it. I wanted something that would actually help writers yes. and would help uh, people to learn to write. So I decided mm -hmm. to do the writing and marketing show. Now it covers all aspects of the sure. business of writing. Uh -huh. uh, so every week there's a different um, speaker uh, who I interview mm -hmm. and they can be writers or they can be money experts or podcast experts. Sure. Uh, most of them do write books as well. Exactly. And they talk about different aspects of writing. So basically mm -hmm. it takes you through everything that you could need about the business of writing sure. and marketing and publishing books. 
Absolutely. And a lot of people are very inquisitive about it. Um, for me, for example, uh, I kept saying while I was in the Air Force, gosh, I want to write a book. I want to write a book. And then once I wrote the book, I wrote two books in one month. Wow. <laughs> I just went crazy writing. Yeah, yeah. I wake up at three in the morning. I'm writing one chapter per day and everything worked out just great. But having a source such as yours is just invaluable because it takes the guesswork out. What do I do yeah. next? How do I do it? What resources to call on? So that, that works out really great. Now, you also have an online course titled Get Started in Marketing Your Book. Let's talk about that just a bit, Wendy. Well, again, people, I'm a writing and marketing coach and people were uh, paying me to for one-to-ones on all of this. And I thought, well, I could give this in a course and people can access it in their own time. They can access it forever more. When you buy the course, then you got it for Evergreen. forever. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that way they, they don't have to think, oh, what did Wendy say? I can't remember. You know, it's there. And I thought that would be useful. So Absolutely. I decided, I mean, I'm, I'm into, I'm a geek anyway. I love computers. I love anything <laughs> online. I love anything electronic. I'm an early adopter. Right. And I, I was, I worked in education when I was in the uh-huh. services, I was uh, the head of pre-registration nurse education. So I was used to doing stuff online. Uh, I've worked in teacher training. I was used to doing stuff online. And I thought, well, I can that. combine the two. Mm-hmm. And I did. <laughs> oh, that that is outstanding because, I, I, again, it gives someone that opportunity and they can do it at their own pace. Absolutely, and yes. It, and as you stated, it's evergreen, so they can always go back to it, refer to it, and build from there. And it's a great way to learn as well. Really yeah, good way to learn. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've written a couple of online courses as well, and it shocked me when I wrote it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so let's talk a bit about the fact that you are the CEO of Authorpreneur Accelerator Academy. Uh, let's talk about that so our listeners can learn even more about you. Well, again, that went back to the coaching I was doing because mm-hmm. people were asking the same questions, wanted the same mm-hmm. input. Then I realized that there were people that wanted to learn how to write a book. There were people who wanted to learn more about um, uh, doing online, uh, who wanted to learn more about the business of writing, who wanted yes. to take their writing further uh-huh. um, and wanted to know about, and I thought, well, you know, again, I could do this as a, a monthly membership. Yes. So people pay a monthly membership and for that, they get access to all my courses. So there are more courses now sure. um, that they can get access to through that. Uh-huh. They can get one, they get um, uh-huh. a month, they get every week, there's an sure. online masterclass or Facebook live or uh-huh. coaching call, group coaching call. Yes. So they get once a week input and it's just mm-hmm. for one monthly membership. So sure. it saves them money really, because otherwise they're paying me X amount of dollars per hour. Exactly. This way they've got access to everything uh, all the time. Across the board. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. And having that opportunity to go in there and have pure accountability, uh, having the one some strategy sessions, et cetera. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. That, yes. Is, that, is, uh, that is invaluable. Priceless is really the word for that. So Wendy, our time is coming to a close. Is there anything else you would like to share at this time? I, I'm, and first of all, I want to let you know, I am thrilled beyond measure to be able to interview you. I mean, I'm really, really uh, just so proud to be able to do this. Well, it was my honor. It really was. I was delighted uh, when you invited me because um you know, being on a podcast like this, I hope I give value. Absolutely. But what I want to say is if people want to take anything away from this and they think, oh, I want to write a book. Sure. Yeah. The first step in writing a book, everybody goes, I don't know where to start. 
literally the first step is to pick up a piece of paper and a pencil and start writing. That's how you start writing. Yes. Even if you start with once upon a time, you know, just start because it's as easy as that. Now, obviously, it's a lot more complex in the sure. long run, but you can start writing. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody tell you you're not a writer. Exactly. Because people think they can't write because their teachers told them so at school. Mm-hmm. What do they know? Exactly. I'm They're not sorry. an author. <laughs> teachers, now, I'm not getting at teachers. Teachers sure. are phenomenal. Absolutely. They teach us a lot of things, yes. but they have no right to tell anybody they can't write. I totally agree. And, and what they're that? meaning is you're not writing the way I want you to write for this exam. Correct. That's what they mean. Big and difference. that's what they should be saying. Mm-hmm. Not you can't write because everybody gets the creativity knocked out of them. And if you want to write, start writing. And exactly. that's the way to do it. And, you know, that old quote, everyone has a book inside of them. That's very true. It is absolutely true. Everybody has a book. Now, I've heard somebody say another bit to that, and I don't agree with this either. Some of the books should stay there. That's not the point. Everybody has a book in them. Now, not every book should be published. There's a difference. Yeah? Absolutely. Not every book needs to be published. Yes. But everybody has a book inside them, and they can write it. And it's even if they only write it for themselves, write that book. Absolutely. I totally agree. And thank you so much for sharing that because, again, it can inspire and motivate a lot of people and empower people to become authors and, and, in addition to speakers as well. So uh, thank you so much for that. So Wendy H. Jones, thank you so much for being a wonderful guest. The Wealth Academy podcast community honors your presence, my friend. Have a wonderful new year and may it be your very best. I've really enjoyed interviewing her. And real quick, I want to just go over her background just a bit here. She's from the beautiful city of Dundee, which is the fourth largest city in Scotland. And she is the author, a prolific author of several books, uh, novels uh, such as uh, D.I. Shona McKenzie Mysteries and Cass Claymore Investigates, Fergus and Flora Mysteries, Birdie the Buffalo, Writing Matters, and much, much more. And so she's not only an author, writer, and speaker, but I look at her as a great leader. Uh, in her industry as well. So um, Wendy H. Jones, thank you so much. And I really look forward to following you even more and recommending you to the people in the Wealth Academy podcast community. And be thank you. All right. And this is going to end today's episode, an exciting one with Wendy H. Jones, Helen from Dundee, Scotland, the beautiful country of Scotland. And I want to thank all of you and recommend this to your friends, your family, your colleagues, and have them tune in to this episode 70 of Wealth Academy Podcast. Uh, My name is Paul Lawrence Van. Go out to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this particular episode. Give Wendy H. Jones a five-star rating while you're out there, and we really appreciate it. My time is up, and I thank you for yours. Again, my name is Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy Podcast. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll see you you on the next episode. You will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy Podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes. 